0: And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, with summer's arrival, it's probably the ideal time to make fitness your focus because, well, let's face it, over 2020 and 2021, we all gained a little bit of weight, some more than others. But the pandemic and the lockdowns did not help. But now is the time to get back at it. With 61% of Americans gaining some type of weight, we can definitely all use the extra fitness in our lives. So, joining us today to talk about that is Dr. Donna O'Shea, and she's the Chief Medical Officer of Population Health Management for United Healthcare. You know it, that's the nation's largest healthcare company. And Dr. O'Shea provides enterprise wide leadership to design and implement clinical quality and affordability strategies to better serve the health care needs of individuals, employers, and Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries. So with all of that said, let's welcome our guest. Hello, Dr. O'Shea. Thanks for taking the time today.
1: Yes. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's such an important topic.
0: It is. And, you know, we've all tried to get back to normal here. With that involves taking care of ourselves and our bodies. So how can we get healthier this summer as we're trying to have fun at the same time?
1: Yes, um, it is time to make health a priority. And, it, you know, we've all heard about the freshman 15 pounds that people put on in college. But you know what? The quarantine 15 is real, too. In fact, a recent study found that some people have gained nearly double that at 29 pounds since COVID-19 emerged. So whether you want to lose weight or just improve your fitness, The same priorities remain key. Daily exercise, proper nutrition, and sufficient sleep.
0: That's so important. And, you know, a lot of us will say, I'm not going to even lie about it. I am included in this. Well, You know, Dr. O'Shea, I'm so busy. I don't have the time. What do you say to that one?
1: Yeah, you know, it is. uh, That's a really good question, because many of us think that we're too busy to take care of ourselves. And of course, taking care of ourselves is one of the most important things we can do for not just for ourselves, but for our family. And fortunately, you don't have to go to a gym to have a great workout. When they surveyed people, 90% of the people surveyed considered their at-home exercise regimens to be just as effective. And of course, there are a lot of advantages to working out at home. First of all, it's less expensive than a gym membership, which can help your financial fitness. Plus, as you mentioned, we're really busy, and this gives us that greater flexibility and convenience while we try to juggle family and work and also gives us that private experience. And it's simple to get started. You can consider investing in resistance bands. They're inexpensive and, and space-saving, and they really help with warm-ups and strength training. Uh, Another thing you may want to add is a pair of adjustable weight dumbbells. They offer that versatility, and you can use your heart rate monitors and activity trackers to help you see how well you're performing during those individual workouts and also over time.
0: And then to add on to that, I was just gonna say with all the the technology in our lives right now, Dr. O'Shea, that's where you can find a lot of these different videos, whether it's on YouTube or some other platform, that shows people doing these workouts either at their house or somewhere outside that's not at a gym that you can incorporate into your own routine.
1: Yes, in in fact it's um I think one of the things that the pandemic helped us realize is that, you know, virtual uh Virtual visits, whatever, you know, if it's with your gym, uh, with your gym coach or joining a virtual group for exercise can be just as much fun as being there in person. You have someone there to encourage you. I swear when I miss my virtual gym that she's looking for me.
0: (laughs) Noah here and across the county. So pleased to have Dr. Donna O'Shea, the Chief Medical Officer of Population Health Management at United Healthcare, on the show with me today, talking about getting fit in the summer because we have put it off. Some people have already got back at it, but I think more of us need to get. Back into the routine of making health a priority when we're talking about exercise. Now, one thing I like to do, Donna, is Dr. O'Shea, I like to do a lot of outside activities, whether it's running or walking. That's just kind of my bag. It always has been. So what about the ways to get outside and what advice would you have to help walking the neighborhoods or the places that we go a little bit more fun and effective when incorporating that into those routines?
1: Well, I I think, you know, you brought up a good point. We have to recognize that walking has a host of health benefits. Just walking helps people maintain a healthier weight, ward off depression, and prevent or manage chronic conditions. To, To make walking perhaps easier for you, get a walking pal. Could be someone in your neighborhood. Might be a furry friend who really wants to get out with you. So there's different ways that you can encourage yourself to get out there um, and walk and see the neighborhood, see the park, see the flowers blooming. And, and in fact, the other thing we find is sometimes people are a little bit afraid because they're thinking, oh, my God, I have to get out there and I have to walk so far to have it matter. But you know, at Healthcare, we encourage people to consider taking short walks frequently throughout the day to just aim for six separate mini walks of at least 300 steps. And then if you want to start working to enhance your cardiovascular fitness, you can add on one 30-minute brisk walk of at least 2,000 to 3,000 steps, and pretty soon you're going to be building your endurance, and you can consider walking 8,000 to 10,000 aggregate steps per day.
0: How much truth is there to the thing that I've heard throughout the years, and I think this coincides with walking as well, or running, if that's what you would like to do, that if you take a half an hour out of your day, this goes back to being too busy. If you take a half an hour out of your day to walk, to run, to exercise, that is a good minimum to set. And you can always go from there and up that, but that is getting your blood pumping, and that's really going to do a lot of good for your body, that 30 minutes.
1: Oh, absolutely. That 30, the funny thing is people um, think, oh, my God, if I exercise, I'm going to be so tired. But we know from studies and from people who exercise that actually, the, when you exercise, you get more energy, you actually feel better and can get more done.
0: What advice would you give people that, because this is a factor as well, I know this, people that are maybe new to exercise, they haven't really started a routine ever. And not that they're not necessarily healthy. Maybe they do the the right eating and they do a lot of moving, but they don't do a whole lot of exercise per se. Or they're recovering from an injury or an illness. And they might find that 30 minutes or that 10,000 steps, they might find that a little daunting. What would you say to them?
1: Yeah, it's walking or any form of exercise is new to you. It's really important to build up over time to start slow, to start slow. And don't discount that starting slow or discount walking compared to running. We know that. For example, if we compare running and walking, some people say, well, I can't run, so therefore I can't exercise. No, maintaining a quick walking pace is on par with running when it comes to lowering your risk of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes. And sometimes we talked about, you know, starting slow. Sometimes it means setting small goals and building up to bigger goals. We know from the studies that just setting and writing down long-term goals can help prevent a healthier lifestyle. So write down which park you're going to explore or what else, you want on your, have, what else you want to have on your fitness bucket list.
0: That's a great one. I like that fitness bucket list. I've never even thought about starting one, and now I just might. That's very creative, and that actually seems kind of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. And as I said, if you write it down, it's more likely to happen.
0: Oh, I agree with that. I'm a writer. So anything that I put on paper becomes so much more of a reality. I can have the thoughts in my head all day, but if I write it down, whether we're talking about ideas or a bucket list or things that I have to do throughout my day, that just really solidifies it into, hey, this needs to happen.
1: Yeah, I lo- I, I especially love it when I get to check the box.
0: Exactly. Cross it off with authority. <laughs> Noah here on across the county and Dr. Donna O'Shea is my guest from United Healthcare. Upon all of this exercise talk, which is very important, Dr. O'Shea, also let's talk about very briefly because it is part of it. You can exercise all you want, but if you're not eating a balanced diet and you know not to say we all can't have a guilty pleasure now and again, but if you're not eating a balanced diet and watching what you put into your body, all the exercise in the world isn't going to matter.
1: Well, it is important. Remember, it's not just about exercise, it is important about your diet and sleeping, too. And so yes, we should, we should, you know, eat, eat as healthy um, as you can.
0: Sleeping, that is a big one. And I'll tell you, I'm I'm not going to lie. I tend to at sometimes try to burn the candle at both ends I'm like, oh you know I can get away with just five hours of sleep I'm you know i'm I'm a superhuman I can do this at the end of the day you can only do that for so long before that kind of bites you and you end up feeling the adverse effects of that
1: Mm-hmm. oh absolutely I mean we a lot of people do discount sleep as not being important but it really takes the three things that i've mentioned before it it takes regular exercise a good diet and a good amount of sleep to really maintain your health not just for the short term but really over the long term
0: perfect point because that's something that i've dealt with you know whether it's okay for a week i haven't got a lot of sleep and i think okay i can get through this i'm fine But if you make that a pattern, it's really going to start to affect your immune system and your body and how it's able to keep itself up and going. You can't do that for too long.
1: Right. And we know, you know, things like heart disease, the, the building blocks for a healthy heart start when you're young. And if you decide that sleep isn't important and you go 20 years with poor sleep habits, you're going to end up paying for that in the end.
0: Yep, so no better time to start with great sleep, a balanced diet, making sure you get the proper exercise. Dr. O'Shea, thanks for taking the time today. This has been great information as I think we're all ready to get back to normal. And in the exercise realm and taking care of ourselves realm, this is definitely something that should not be left off the table
1: thank you thank you for your time today have a great day
0: noah here on across the county dr donna o'Shea has been my guest get out there be healthy exercise take care of yourself watch what you eat maybe with the occasional cheeseburger but not too much and get the proper sleep noah here on across the county stay tuned there's more coming up